Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is the daily update show on COVID-19 in India. And in this episode, we thought we would take a pause. Given that we have now completed exactly 1 month of the national lockdown and take stock of where we are. The best way to do that I think is to analyze and contemplate the data that we have available to us. And so this episode was recorded with Srinivasan Ramani, the Hindu's deputy national editor and the head of our data teams. We'll look at two sets of numbers. One is the government statement that the lockdown has worked and that the growth of cases in India is linear and not exponential. We'll look at how that argument holds up, particularly against the metric of testing rates. And we'll also look at how India is comparing with other South Asian countries on that curve. We'll then go on to look at what is perhaps the most important data set moving forward. And that is how individual states are dealing with COVID-19. And what the numbers tell us about which states are doing well, firstly, and which ones are emerging as causes for concern. Talking in terms of the national numbers is all well and good, but it's ultimately in the performance of individual states that we'll get a more granular picture. So we'll talk through the numbers in this podcast, and in the show notes, we will link to all the different data sets that we mention, and I hope also that we give you a sense of how to read and interpret them. Here's Srinivasan Ramani. Okay, Shrini, thanks for joining us again. And um, it's been it's been I think more than a week now since we did a data point. Right. Actually, that's not good because uh, data is our best friend in trying to understand what's going on with COVID nineteen in India all yeah. over the world. Yeah. And I think also data makes for the most fascinating stories. Yeah. These days. Yeah. So just to discuss uh, something that's happened very recently. Yeah. The uh, health ministry, the central government, has put out figures uh, to substantiate the claim that. the rate of rate at which covid-19 cases are growing in india is an expon- is a is a linear curve rather than an exponential curve yeah so it's there's not that kind of sharp rise in cases mm-hmm. so um i'd like to speak about that and also link back to a podcast that we'd done earlier mm-hmm. uh, suhasini so haider joined me for that and that we spoke about um you know south asia kind of being an outlier yeah in terms of the impact of uh, covid-19 yeah and the fact that um, it has caused some surprise that this you know a largely poor uh, part of the world with, yeah. which is highly populated hadn't registered as many cases yeah so when you talk about india having perhaps a linear curve mm-hmm. how does india um, sort of compare with other south asian countries yeah so um, the purpose of uh, the government statement that india has had a uh, relatively linear growth of cases was to say that the lockdown has had an impact on the rate of growth of cases and uh, and that's the reason why our infection curve they claim that it has been relatively linear i wouldn't say that it has been linear i would say that uh, since the lockdown the uh, it is true that the rate of growth of the infections have been uh, have been managed better having said that i mean just to reiterate a point that we have been making for quite some time now uh, we cannot you know sit on this laurel because we haven't really tested enough if we compare ourselves with other countries countries which have had similar curves like belgium for example whose curve is almost eerily close to ours the rate of increase in number of cases over time uh, but belgium has tested far more people within their country than us right 
or even countries such as South Korea, uh, which by now has emerged as some kind of a model for arresting the spread of uh, the novel coronavirus. Yeah. If you look at that, uh, South Korea's uh, curve has flattened. The increase in the cases have has come down to a trickle now, and uh, they have managed to uh, test in a much bigger way than probably any other country, and especially much higher than India. Even countries like Pakistan uh, has had a curve that is slightly more flatter than ours. They are testing at similar rates, rates as ours. So while yes, the, it is true that some Asian countries have shown lesser increase in the number of cases, we cannot be 100% sure that, that these countries have escaped the worst of the uh, outbreak because we haven't tested enough. So that caveat has to first be understood. Having, having considered the, that caveat, we, we could definitely go on to say that yes, relative to other countries in Europe and United States, the infection curves in uh, India have been relatively flat. And that helps us also to understand that uh, we have managed to limit or impact of this uh, outbreak on, on the health system. So the lockdown was essentially to buy some time for the health system. If there was a if there was a huge number of cases, then the health system would have been overwhelmed. But uh, the lockdown has enabled us to manage it better. So it is now imperative for the government to prepare itself uh, for the increase in cases if once the lockdown eases, because we cannot continue to have a you know longer lockdown as uh, our economy will, which has now been brought to its knees, can fall even further. So uh, now that it has bought time, it should ensure that. Uh, both uh, PPE equipment and testing kits, uh, facilities for doctors uh, and other things should be made available o over the coming uh, few days and so that we can bear uh, the brunt of what might happen once the lockdown eases. Okay. Yeah. One thing that we do follow very closely is testing rates. Yeah. And um, once again, I'd like to point our listeners to our statewide tracker on this, yeah. which we link to um, with this podcast. You can also find it pretty much at the top of the list on our website these days because yeah. that gives you a very granular picture. Yeah. Um, the government today did have some uh, figures to release also on testing rates. Yeah. I think the specific claim was that during the lockdown, during this 30-day period now, mm -hmm. testing rates had increased by 30-fold or 25-fold. Mm -hmm. 25 25-fold, yeah. mm -hmm. right. So again, um, wh where do we stand now, do you think, with the overall rates? Are we testing enough? Because everything kind of depends on that, as yeah. you say. So that's a uh, layered question in one sense. So are we testing much more than we were, than we were doing uh, at the beginning of the lockdown? Yes. If you look at the uh, testing rates, there has been a significant, there has been an increase. Uh, but uh, is that increase commensurate with what's, what's the situation in say South Korea or Malaysia or other places in the world? Not really. Uh, we still lag many countries in terms of our testing rates. That's That's number one. Number two, the other claim that the government has made today is that they have said that the positive rates have not have not gone up significantly once the testing rates have gone up. Right. That's not essentially true. From what we have found is that uh, once the uh, testing rate had uh, been ramped up uh, uh, in, in the second or third week of the lockdown, uh, we noticed that there was a significant rise in the positive cases as well. One of the reasons why the positive rates was going up was because many clusters were also being tested. The, the, the probability of someone being infected in a cluster is much higher for, you know, than someone who is just contact traced. That, that's the reason right. why positive rates were higher. Uh, and uh, once uh, the government went back to, uh, I mean, once uh, the, the cluster testing was complete in one sense, once the Nizamuddin cluster was 
tested in uh, Toto. Uh, and uh, I mean uh, the, t the the testing protocols went back to testing uh, you know contacts and of people who had traveled and so on. The positive rates came started coming down. So uh, 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 to say that uh, there has not been an increase in the positive rates with uh, uh, increase in testing rates, that's not true. Uh, we we have found decisive numbers to tell us that uh, positive numbers have been uh, higher in places where proper testing has happened. The other important thing is that we need to look at testing not only from a pan-India perspective but from a state perspective. We have to look at how uh, uh, states are doing with respect to testing. Now, th there is a significant variation there. Now, what we found that uh, found out was that uh, the, the performance of states could be judged by the rate of uh, increase in the cases combined with testing. Right. We found that uh, some some states like Kerala, for example, which has become an exemplar not just to the rest of India, but probably even the world, the yeah. world uh, they have had relatively high testing rates, good surveillance and quarantining systems in place, and they managed to flatten the curves. Not only have they managed to flatten the curves, they have reduced the, the rate of growth of the infection to almost a crawl. Right. So that is measured by what we uh, use statistical, statistical measure called uh, doubling rate or the number of days for cases to double. We found that Kerala has the slowest doubling rate in the country. That it takes 71 days for cases to double now right. in Kerala if you consider only the last week. Uh, okay. Uh, if you only consider the case increases the last week or so. Only four, uh, four or five states have uh, have had slow doubling rates relative to the rest of, rest of the country. So meaning, uh, doubling rates are slower in those states. Those were Delhi, right, Jammu and Kashmir, AP, uh, and uh, Tamil Nadu. There were others as well, but these were the states which had higher testing rates as well. Okay. So they could be, you could say for sure that not only have the, has a curve flattened here. But this, these states are doing enough to identify people who are infected. There are some other states like for example Haryana, Telangana, Punjab etc. where also the doubling rate is relatively slow. Meaning the number of days for cases to double is relatively slow. But the testing rates are still relatively low. So they cannot say for sure that they are identifying enough of the people who are infected. So we cannot say that we cannot say for sure that over time there might be an increase in cases. Right. So that's the case with Haryana, Telangana and Punjab. Then you have states like Gujarat, which has the fastest doubling rate in the sense that cases in uh, Gujarat have doubled every four days. Okay. Um, cases in Rajasthan have doubled also in a similar time frame of uh, eight or nine days. Okay. In Maharashtra is close to six or uh, seven or eight days. Now these states, while the doubling rate is very fast, they have also tested enough. Okay. They are also testing enough, which means to say that uh, they are identifying more and more people who are infected and uh, and uh, getting them tested, isolating them and therefore in a way also preventing the spread from occurring even further. The states on the other hand which are doing a pretty lousy job in terms of testing are West Bengal, Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh and Bihar. Right. So just before you move on there, yeah. I just want to point out that this is, I think, something that's going to be a very big developing story moving forward because mm -hmm. there are some alarming signs coming out of West Bengal in particular now. Yes. 
because um, they haven't tested enough, but they're having they're seeing a very high rate of growth of yes, yes, cases. the doubling doubling rate is relatively high. The doubling rate is relatively high, yeah, yeah. and the same with the same with Madhya Pradesh. Um, there's yeah. of course the political situation that you have to keep in mind. Yeah, and one thing is that uh, Shivraj Singh Chauhan, who recently took over as the chief minister, was apparently functioning without a cabinet for a very for a, couple, long, time, for a very yeah. long time. That's just been rectified, but Madhya Pradesh is in a pretty bad way. Mm. Uh, Indore had a pretty high fatality rate, mm. and there are um, a high number of cases being reported from all over the state now. Mm. So, with that context, with that background in mind, I think yeah, we'll just move on to what Trini was saying about these four states. Yes. So um, we have to keep in mind that some of the states mentioned in this quadrant, I mean the the the, the section of our uh, you know comparison between testing rates and doubling rates, uh, where doubling rates are relatively faster and uh, you know testing rates are relatively slow uh, relatively lower there are some states which have identified only a few cases like right. bihar for example and therefore so let's assume that bihar has now you know 136 cases right and to, tomorrow they get around 10 or 15 cases the doubling rate will be higher there because it's a low base yeah yet having said that because the testing rate is so slow the curve will still be exponential okay, right. and not flat Right, and you can expect more and more cases to be found out. You know, even the lockdown would not really help in addressing the matter here. That's the case with Bihar. That's the case with West Bengal. West Bengal, particularly so, because West Bengal's uh, testing rate is among the lowest in the country. In fact, just Jharkhand is lesser than West Bengal, but Jharkhand has a much fewer number of cases, while uh, West Bengal has substantially more number of cases. UP also has a very poor testing rate. Karnataka is relatively better off in terms of. Uh, you know, a slightly more flatter curve, but even that state is not testing enough relative to the southern states. Right. So, among various southern states, Karnataka is uh, somewhat testing uh, lower. Yeah, testing lower. So, this is the picture. So, the picture here is of variegated strategies across different states in India. And um, some states have been better off in addressing the spread by better testing, better quarantining and so far uh, and other things. But we can say for sure that only Kerala has managed to reduce its, I mean, reduce the rate of growth of infections to a complete crawl, and can say for sure that they are in a safe position, relatively safe position, because they are testing enough. So uh, over over the next few days, we need to find out uh, how testing strategies are being implemented by these states, and then reassess the uh, rate of growth of infection, and to say, I mean, this graph will be doing it again, right, going forward. Um, just one thing though about West Bengal, which I think we're going to be tracking quite closely over the week. Yeah. Um, we do know about MP uh, Madhya Pradesh and Bihar. Yeah. Bihar in particular, if you know about public health systems, you'll know that Bihar has a pretty weak yes. public yes. health system in yeah. terms of, um, mm-hmm. you know, just things like pharmacies, uh, mm-hmm. rural hospitals. So that kind of explains it. MP also not a great state in terms of those indicators. Yeah. West Bengal has it. Does it have a poor healthcare system? Do you well, I don't exactly have the numbers right away to make a qualitative assessment. But I know f- anecdotally that uh, West Bengal suffers from relatively poor medical infrastructure. Right. Uh, for states of its uh, population if size its population and, size. and yeah. uh, and also the presence of important urban centers like kolkata is something that that is anecdotally known to us um, i would have to really draw the numbers to get you exact right. Uh, right. comparison yeah. and i apologize i don't have it right away so I, I would not comment on that but having said that for west bengal to test 
probably 65 out of 1 million people that's the uh, that's the rate of uh, testing uh, test uh, test per million people that uh, we found out till probably yesterday that's really really low in the case of bihar with all its problems it does have four or it does only have it only has four testing centers which mm. therefore limits the number of tests do uh, for west bengal to test so low suggests that uh, not, not enough of a good job is being done by the authorities there the state government has been blaming the center for not providing it adequate uh, you know uh, test equipment and so on the center says that the state uh, not doing enough uh, of what it's supposed to do there's there seems to be an unseemly spat going on between the governor and the chief minister who yeah. have made their uh, you know differences quite personal okay so let's just sum up here um we do we do know i think we get a lot of coverage about the states that are doing well yeah. kerala being of course the exemplar as we mentioned yeah. Yeah. and um we did mention a couple few other states particularly in the south um, tamil nadu um, andhra AP, yeah and uh, which are the other ones that are doing uh, the testing rates are good uh, uh testing rates being good uh, delhi is the best actually right uh, and andhra pradesh has significantly ramped up testing the, this graph so andhra pradesh is now among the top 5 states so if you look at testing rates alone you have delhi as the highest tamil right. nadu uh, somewhat behind rajasthan close to tamil nadu uh, jammu and kashmir uh, just below rajasthan maharashtra maharashtra jammu and kashmir rajasthan and tamil nadu are testing at least 735 out of 1 million people right uh, for uh, you know covid positive or not andhra pradesh testing rate is close to 670 that's what we have found Right, based on right. uh, you know projected uh, population numbers this is the testing rate in adhabi which is relatively much higher yeah and it's not a it's not a coincidence i should point out at this point that uh, you know the hindu if you go to our website we have a live page where we track developments almost minute by minute mm-hmm. and you will see actually that there'll be frequent updates from just these states that we mentioned there'll be updates saying 73 new cases in andhra this many new cases in jammu and kashmir um and i think that that's no coincidence because of the testing rates that they have that yes. they're able to identify cases faster yeah, yeah, yeah. and that could also help them eventually in isolating contact tracing yeah. flattening the curve yeah. and um to sum up again which are the states that i think we need to be really be worried about yeah so uh, jharkhand has the lowest uh, testing rate in the country luckily jharkhand on the other hand doesn't have enough cases as well uh, right uh, the number of cases in jharkhand is also very very few i mean I, I so far identified has been very very few uh, merely 49 cases so far yeah west bengal has the next worst uh, testing rate or the next lowest testing rate but it uh, it has close to 514 cases already right so it cannot afford to have such a low uh, testing rate, uh, testing rate. Uh, bihar uh, is third in the list in terms of the lowest testing rates then the northeastern states follow uh, and then up so these are the states with the relatively low testing rates punjab also has a relatively low testing rate but punjab has managed to flatten the curve to you know significant degree then the rate of growth of uh, cases in punjab has come down over over time but if if punjab has to you know be sure that they have arrested the spread then they need to test more one small point i wanted to make sure. was um the uh, while the number of cases right uh here when we are looking for number of cases uh, the, the protocols only identify people with the travel history uh, who, uh, people who have contacts with those people people who found from clusters and so on so there is a you are limiting the sample set to a certain uh, section right deaths on the other hand are people who who have died because of covid 19 what we have found out is that deaths have also been higher 
in some states where testing have been low. So right. Madhya Pradesh, for example, has had 80, 80 deaths yeah. where testing rate is relatively low. So, uh, you know, this is an indication of really poor governance when it comes to COVID. Mm. Uh, so, if, if the deaths are so high, which uh, it, it suggests that the rate of infection is also relatively high, right? Which means that the, this state should test for more people, find out, uh, you know, more people who are infected, isolate them and then, uh, you know, work on a war footing. Uh, but that's not the case in... Yeah, that's in, a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, thank you for bearing with us. I think if you've uh, got through that whole episode with us, you'll know um, how to read the data that we put out because we do put out a lot of data and um, it's really important that we reach it out to all of you. So thank you. Thank you, Srini, for joining the episode. Thanks, thanks.